Welcome to the Don't Die Podcast, sponsored by Aloe Treatment Centers. They're out in Malibu. They're in Silver Lake. It's a treatment center I started with some friends. We want you to get the right treatment, the right program for you, and stop dying. He way faster, right? What the heck was that? Bob. This is Bob Forrest, man, and 100 people a day are dying over drugs now. I just need you to stop, man. A lot of people are dying. Wow. Uh, what? How fast does it? Maybe, you know what, wait, Chuck. I got to tell you something. Hey, hold on, everyone at home. You know, I don't know what you know about me and Mike's band, Thelonious Monster. About I don't know if you went and saw us or whatever. But one of the things that was known about us is we play songs really fast. Like we speed up. Like the album tempo of a song would be okay, like yeah. half as fast as the one live we were and playing, i just right? intro that really fast and i just and pete weiss our drummer who's the greatest guy Love you pete. know he it was his he was the heart and soul of the band he always got the blame for speeding up but mike <laughs> but no, mike doing the tempo phone. of what our song that's the theme song to he this goes, thing mike you're like doing it twice as fast as, yeah. as our theme song just punk rock it up man <laughs> It was Mike. But, but it, Maybe all these years it was Mike's it was fault. Me. And and this was live. So yeah, we know. You sure you're not a drummer the way you speed everything up? <laughs> well, we know. Yeah. We know. Have you heard me play drums? Sure. Well, yeah, yeah one I'm drum sure at a I'm time. A I have <laughs> one drum it at was a time. Mike Mark. And maybe and maybe like one of our m- most popular songs still to this day, anytime we would ever play is Mike's reinterpretation of a Blind Lemon Jefferson song called See That My Grave Is Kept Clean. Right. And and the album and us doing it live are about the same tempo. I think it's as fast as Mike can play it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think he could play it faster. Otherwise so when you would, get him right? doing a riff as fast as he can, mm-hmm. it's going to be that tempo forever. <laughs> yeah, that's punk damage, you know? That's just punk damage, man. You know? uh, we don't like the punk rock here. <laughs> I, I lived. I lived through it. It was. You know, a, it was like a war. Yeah. Okay, easy, Henry. <laughs> it was like a war. It was Get like. In the it van. was like Vietnam. Get in the van. Yeah. <laughs> but so, where have you guys been? I've been. I, we follow each other on Instagram. We only get together a couple times a month to do this. I've been seeing I Chuck. I saw Chuck went somewhere. Chuck has been everywhere. Oh, Every like I keep I'm so jealous. Even, I think I don't work much. Because I, you know, like I work, Chuck I really work, doesn't I work. work two days a week. Chuck is like, he's in Arizona, he's at the beach, he's over here, he's over there. Like you had a full action-packed summer, my friend. Well, I, like, and I had a colonoscopy. Oh this is too God. funny. So, and you know what? I, I learned something. I this learned is, it's not propofol that I like. We were talking about propofol, you know, just a second ago, and I'm not. A, I learned I'm not a fan of propofol. It makes me talk about wieners. And my doctor told my wife that I have a fascination with phalluses because really? when I'm coming out of propofol, I was talking about wieners, and I told her that I told him that. Were you they, rubbing they, your dick? They slipped me a Mickey and violated me, <laughs> which isn't true at all because I went in there voluntarily. They violated you, <laughs> wow, no doubt yeah. about it. You that's, were violated. That's so Like you might never have been violated <laughs> before in your life. I, I, I'm hoping so because... <laughs> You I, never know. When you're an addict like you, you never know if you've been violated I'm never like wor- that. I was no worse for the wear. I mean, they clean me up and and whatever. They're going to use that against you if you go to prison. <laughs> That's fine. I, but all I know is that it wasn't fun. Uh, but you need liquid Valium from what I understand. I, I want everyone to know that I have not taken one intoxicating, mind-altering substance in since I got sober in March 16th, 1996. I have gotten oral surgery with nothing. 
How about that? Wow. Hmm. How Why? about that? Because no, I, I, just got, don't, I, I just don't trust it. I can't I trust it. I was gassed because it was a front tooth. Does that count? Yeah, that's... Uh, well, that's liquid volume. So the reason why, in 1999, I think, a friend of mine, said, who was five years sober, said he went to get oral surgery. He's sitting there. They put the needle in. He's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm five years sober, everything's cool. The liquid volume started coming on, and he went, I wonder if they still sell heroin at MacArthur Park. That was the last thing he thought <laughs> and the first thing he thought when he woke up and went and got high. So I've, I've always remembered that. The stories you hear in the 12-step world really affect me. So I, when I had to have my oral surgery, I told the doctor, like, I can't have liquid Valium. I can't have this. I didn't know what Michael Jackson hadn't died yet, so we didn't know. I said, I need something that you just numb the pain and I can live with it. Did he hit you in the head with a hammer? No, he, he did numb my mouth, and then he gave my mom, was working at the dental thing. Gave your I mom the Valium. No, she gave my, <laughs> he gave my mom uh, a syringe of the stuff they numb your mouth with, and she shot it up in my mouth throughout the night. I mean, I was, I was like, it was an alternative universe. Oh, but I was so not wanting to use, like, it didn't matter to me. I'm not going out. I don't want that. And luckily, I've had nothing I had the I didn't have the whole colonoscopy like you. I had the thing where you poop on uh, and give a sample poop on of a your stick. poop. Poop on a stick. Yeah. Right. Nothing. No cancer. So I'm good. But eventually, I know I'm going to come. Can in they contact. tell if you have cancer if you poop on a stick? Yeah. Yes, it's a it, new it, thing. Yeah. Yeah. They it's sent me one thing. of those things in the mail. Uh, yeah. And I, I feel I don't feel comfortable sending it back, especially <laughs> since. I don't know, man. There's just really. I got to wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mike. I think I'm onto something here. So you you chose a colonoscopy over sending poop in the mail. Well, they told me they knocked me out. <laughs> so I I said no, no. I, it wasn't even that. I was supposed to do both, but he went in, and this is this is where <laughs> I was talking about. You would wieners. rather have a man go up your anus and scrape something with a camera than just send what? some poop through the mail with a camera. Really? Which is they made my butt a star that day, is what I understand. <laughs> but no, he told he told me what? <laughs> what? Wait, we're going too far in the going on. Talk about wieners. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's because There's apparently there was there was a quarter inch polyp, and I said, yeah, like my wiener, oh, and. Jesus. So the truth, the truth was there one, at least. Chuck. It wasn't. So, like, <laughs> so like, polyp like a is comedian. benign. The polyp is benign. I'm imagining. Yes, yeah. I got the re- I got the results, and you know, and the the reason it seems like were I you go scared th- through it all? No, no. I actually my my wife was uptight, and I was like, I go, it's no big deal. This is where they tell me that. I've got stage four cancer and I'll be dead in a few months because it's like things are going no, so there's well. there's another thing. Stage two and you're going to have chemo, which a friend of mine just went through chemo. He said it was brutal. Yeah, but it just seemed like timing. It's just like, I like the band I'm in. I like the job I have. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love where I live. So you're going to die of cancer? Because, yeah, now I've got everything seems to be, you know, just kind of firing on all that. eight. It's just like, okay, now this is where, you know, he finally, he was happiest just before he you passed. You watch too many Lifetime movies. I think so. It's it's all the logo and oxygen and well, Oprah. Well, no, I, I have Drew at my at my disposal any second that I'm panicking. And and so there, the risks are family history, heredity, mm-hmm. heredity, heredity, and genetics, right? So you have to look at your family. Is there a tendency to cancer? You're more likely to get cancer. Right. Right. Um, breast cancer, Mike, in the case of your mother, does not apply to males. 
No. Like, you're not as high a risk. But I wrote, I wrote a song. Mike's mom survived breast cancer. Did you know that? Yeah, she did. And so I wrote a song about it that we never recorded. Really? Yeah. Oh. And it had Gwen Stefani in it, too. Weirdest song ever. I can't remember how it goes. Um, uh, uh, were you nice making fun of Gwen? It's me, nice to know you were touched by that. I was. Let me see if I could. Talk. Okay, okay, so I'm going to talk right, so because Bob's going to get his guitar. Yes, he is. <laughs> and he's going to play the guitar into the uh, microphone. Yeah, I'm going to play. I'm going to try to. Well, I got to figure out. Wait, do you need two microphones? Do you need mine too? No, let nah. me just see if I can remember the words. Here we go. Wait. No, dude, keep talking, Chuck. Okay, I well, okay but I, I thought you so were. So we're not right. focusing on Bob. Yeah, no, but, it, but, but I can't think. Anyways, I know the lyric goes: "Friend of mine's mother got breast cancer, and but hey, you on the radio, what are you complaining about?" I remember the I was, song. Yeah, oh. it was. It was like I was so sick of Michael Stipe and Eddie Vedder not wanting to be famous, and I wasn't famous. I was all jealous of them, <laughs> and they were all. And they were all. You know, you know how that generation of. Yeah. of Baby the anti-rock star, rock, rock star, star rock yeah. stars. The simplest way to not be famous, gentlemen, is don't make records. Yeah. Don't yeah. play concerts. Don't go. You will not be famous. Cameras. Yeah. So don't go out of the house. So, anyways, I was really defensive when I got sober in '96. Like all these people that I knew are now these international stars, and and it bothered me how they had what I had always aspired to like Kurt had killed himself. Michael Stipe complained about being famous all the time. Eddie Vedder complained about being famous. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this song. Hey, you on the radio, what are you complaining complaining about? about? I remember that. Right. So it says a friend of mine's mother's got breast cancer. I know a pretty, and then there's this thing about Gwen. I hate to say it. I know a pretty blonde girl who shows her belly button and she, Sing songs I don't like, you know, and everybody loves them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I didn't do it because uh, I, li- I like her a lot. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She is cool, but uh, but I was just jealous of everybody. Eddie, Michael Stipe, all matter, the people man. I knew, like, anybody I knew that was successful, that was I was jealous it. of them. And so I wrote this song, <laughs> and that's why I just thought. And I, by the time I made a record, I wrote that in '97. When did your mom have breast cancer? Um, not sure. Ninety. 80- so, yeah, eighty-seven. No, mid nineties. Yeah, maybe mid nineties. Anyways, and, she and survived. So she survived it, and I wrote the song. And then by the time I got the opportunity to make a record, like two years later, I didn't want to like be a complainer, you know? What <laughs> yeah, I mean? Because you'd I be just like them. I, I was, yeah, I was a different mindset. <laughs> oh, but I was complaining about them. I was yeah, being hateful I, about Nazis. Yeah. I wasn't being a Nazi yeah, about yeah, the Nazis. Yeah. So but by then you went, oh, I now I know what they're complaining about. Yeah, no, well, no, you know what? I uh, I did achieve that the, whatever everybody wants with celebrity rehab, right? Where everywhere I went, Walmart in particular, for some reason, because I lived in Joshua Tree, and the only store there is Walmart. It is a big one. I and, saw you at Walmart. Yeah, when Joshua in Yucca Valley. Yes. So so here's the deal. Every time I would go to Walmart, it wasn't like two or three people. Like eventually, it was like six or eight or ten people, like wanting their picture taken or whatever. And I was like, and I remembered judging those people for not wanting to be famous. Mm. So I, I, I had a way of accepting it, and it didn't bother me at all. And it was flattering, and it was cool, and it was neat that people liked the show and whatever. But so what I'm trying to say is, the evolution of thought is 
knowing jealousy and judging other people when that when that envious position comes to you you better fucking think twice about how you react to it you know you said that about you know um getting accolades about how uh, i'm not big on accolades because then you got to accept the other stuff too and you know it's funny you, you talk about that that walmart was right across my kid my oldest kid you know tristan yeah and his his mom lived at a guy called river dons in yucca valley river don is a guy who took in homeless people from the desert area oh really and they lived. yeah they lived up there they were like 15 20 people in river don's house so you know that Walmart. yes i do <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that was that was when they were in Yucca Valley before they went to Twenty Nine Palms. They I went, got they I got up... an even lamer confession. So when I was really lonely and sad living out there, because it was a it was a mistake to move permanently to Yucca Valley. I, I didn't live in Yucca. I live in Yucca Mesa. It's called. well, yeah, right. It's the nicer part of Yucca Valley. Uh, Sometimes I would get lonely. I would just go down to the Walmart. Hey, hey people, remember people, me? People remember me? Recognize <laughs> me and talk to me. Oh, and I, I've gone out to eat with them. I was like, "What are you doing right now? I want to go eat." <laughs> you mean to tell me you'd put on the hat? <laughs> yeah, I put on the hat. Get out of there. I'm lonely. It was the loneliest two years of my life living out there. I don't know. And I don't know. I, I, I gotta always. Hey, give. did you ever go to the mud races that they? Yeah, had? yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Every, I've been, the mud races dude, were almost right across from me. I had a house in Joshua Tree for 11 years. You don't think I've been to everything that's ever gone out out there? Mm. But the two years I was living out there permanently, I was commuting to to Los Encinas Hospital three days a week, four, day, four days wow. a week. Right? I just drive there, make all my phone calls, get there around 11, stay until like 7 or 8, and then drive back. Right? It was, three it was, days a week, right? Yeah, three days a week. So get this. So I'm at the Joshua Tree health food store, which now it's now Joshua Tree is like this built up town mm-hmm. with all these cool people. Like, that's not what you look no, like the, when I there, lived there. There are. I've, I've got friends that have put bed I and breakfast there out there. I lived there in 2007 and or two, yeah, 2008 to 2010. So, so get this. So. I'm at the health food store and Victoria Williams, one of my oldest friends I've known her since 1983 or something. Um, she goes, Bob, what are you doing? It was like a weekday. And she goes, I go, I'm, I'm, I live out here now. And she goes, what? And I said, Vic, I've lived out here for like a year. What are you talking about? She goes, oh, Bob, you're not wired to live out here. <laughs> and i took that like what is she i was like frustrated like what are you talking about i live out here just like you do no God I, damn I'm, it. I'm desert folk <laughs> i'm desert folk i'm non-damn desert folk you me ted fred that's the desert folk <laughs> you do a good victoria though right Her and voice she, is so she's great. just so beautiful and honest she was just like bob you're not wired to live out here oh, bob you're not wired to live out here <laughs> And I remember. And so when I started having these breakdowns and like, I would go to Palm Springs just to like go to the Trader Joe's, like just to be around people that weren't desert folk. People that were wired like you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was weird. And there was an amusement park for you that live in the desert. There's an amusement park right next to the Rancho Mirage Trader Joe's. I would go there and play pinball. Just nice. to be around a world that was like, you're not wired to be out here, Bob, full time. Well, you know, that's what my kid used to do. He'd run down the um, run down the hill and go to DHS all the time just to 
Break they it call up. it going down below. The yeah. true Joshua Treans, which there are like only about 50, they call it going down below, like going to hell or Dante's <laughs> Inferno to leave the luscious isolation and desolation of Joshua Tree to go down below where all the Satanists are, yeah, which is well. Palm Springs. So then I became the guy. Well, that was, it is down a big hill. Yeah. Down to get down. Yeah. There. But, but the interesting thing too, then everybody started catching on that. I go down below every day. I go to Joshua. I go to work in Pasadena or whatever. So people would give me their lists at Trader Joe's and I would stop at the <laughs> San Bernardino. Uh, Mike, you know where it is? 10 freeway there in San Bernardino. You just yes. get off. There's a Trader Joe's there. And I would do like three different people's Trader Joe's well, shopping. You know how much time you saved them? Oh, God, they would never go down below. They would do without. <laughs> they would do without their Trader Joe coffee. So, wow. so, and I got lessons in how they like their coffee ground because I had done it too, apparently, too fine. firmly because too fine. Joshua Tree people like to use French presses. They mm. don't use automatic coffee things like us folk, mm -hmm. right? So, anyways. Uh, well, you long, know why that is because there's no paper involved. Yeah, they no so so yeah. If you don't grind it really coarsely in a French press, all the coffee if it's really fine goes up into the coffee, right? So they they would tell me what notch to do their coffee on. Wow, sounds like so, you should go by yourself. So so anyways, get your own I, damn coffee. I, so recently, everybody always like Chrissy lived in Tucson for years, and so we were trying to think about vacations this summer. I said, "Let's go to the Grand Canyon." And she's like, "Wait, well, we go to Joshua Tree." That's like, where I was going to take my not kids. Joshua Tree, no, 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 no. I was going to take my kids to the Grand Canyon this summer. Right. So, so then we decided summer, which is weird. God wasn't thinking about, or whoever designed the school system wasn't thinking about global warming, because there's. You know, summer when I was a kid, it was only like 95 in Arizona. I remember we went to the Yuma Jail, went to the Grand Canyon. Me and my mom, Boot Hill. Me and my mom and dad, my Tucson. sister went on. We didn't have. We had one of those air conditioning units that were down under the dash that were that were <laughs> later that you had a bag on the front of your car, right? Like a water bag by the radiator. No way. That yeah, but it wasn't as hot. It's like 15 degrees hotter in summer now. So. So we vetoed the whole Grand Canyon summer vacation thing, which was smart on behalf of my better half. So then she, one night she came in, like this is in the end of May, beginning of June. What about Hawaii? Now I'm an outspoken person against Hawaii. I don't ever want to go because my mom and sister would always go to Hawaii without me and my dad. Hmm. So it was the best time in my life because it was just me and my dad. We'd go to the Dodger games. We'd go fishing in salt and sea. It was me and my dad's time. And my sister and my mom were going to Hawaii. Gross. So hmm. it's instilled in me at like 10, 11, 12 years old. Fuck Hawaii. Right? I like the place. Then a lot of my friends, including the great Gary Tovar, hmm. who started Golden Voice, he loves Hawaii. He talks mm -hmm. about Hawaii. Rick Van Satin used to talk about Hawaii all the time. People have been bombarding me with the good news of Hawaii my whole life, and I will not. And Chrissy didn't know about my whole history of saying I would never go to Hawaii. Okay. She just said, what about Hawaii? And I was like, and I'm now trying to have a different kind of relationship. I said, oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds okay. interesting. Hmm. But then, you know me, I'm Bob, so I had to say, you know, for 30 years, I've sworn I would never go to Hawaii. 
it's like a known thing amongst friends of mine. I, I, I told Gary this, like, I'm never going to Hawaii, never. And she said, what? And the look on her face and how crazy I am. You know that look when your wife, gets, who knows you well, looks at you like, you're what fucking, the what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I see that all the time, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it's time to go to Hawaii. And I went with an open mind and an open heart, had the greatest time. Elvis, we, we were rating who had the best time. Elvis, who didn't want to go at all. <clears throat> Going to Hawaii meant no Xbox. Oh, That's the first thing he asked. Are we taking the Xbox? I was like, no, we are going in the water and climbing mountains. But you can chase chickens and, all day. Yeah, yeah. We're, they're everywhere. <laughs> Isn't that Fucking crazy? everywhere. Wild chickens. <laughs> yep. We did in a graveyard in, in Maui and in, in Pamai or something where Willie Nelson lives. There's chickens so everywhere. It's so weird to see bananas just growing on trees. Just everything. Like, like, it was beautiful. It was crazy. And so we stayed at the beach and then we stayed up in the mountains at this yoga retreat. That's the hardest time I had. You went up country? That's the what they up call it. Country. Yep. Went up country and stayed in a yoga retreat. First thing I walked into the room, there was no. I opened that cabinet, no TV. Have you ever been, Mike, to a hotel that's very costly, by the way? So, like these places that don't have TVs. Hotels aren't, have TVs. Cheap. Yoga retreats don't. <laughs> yoga. It's a yoga retreat hotel. Well, they don't have hmm. TVs. Yeah, I don't know. About What's that. in the cabinet then? A place to put your stuff. <laughs> like it looks like a TV yoga, cabinet like thing, yoga so like your yoga mat. That's where you put your yoga mat. So it's just an armoire. Yeah. So so and the kids liked it because you run around. There's Buddhas everywhere and, and you know that sort of thing. And I was getting nervous. I was a little panicked. And mm -hmm. I, what's the first thing I said, Chuck, to Chrissy when she walked in? Mm. Wi-Fi. Is there no, Wi-Fi really. here? And she said, I don't think so. I said, oh, What? What? Um, We're going to be here for two days? Wait a second. I've days. already accepted that there's no TV here, but there's no Wi-Fi no wi either. Mm. And uh, and so we, we I just dealt with it, and I had a great time. So I woke up very early that first morning there, like because it's all off time. I don't know why. I woke up very early, like before the sun came up. It's like a three-hour difference. The three of them were all in one big room, but the three of them are still sleeping. So I got to go outside quietly sit okay i'm gonna be spiritual for for this morning i'm gonna watch the sun come up and be spiritual i got one of christie's books krishnamurta you ever heard of this guy nope he's a very spiritual guy so reading the krishnamurta book i'm watching the sun come up all of a sudden i start hearing wait wait chuck you've never heard of krishna krishnamurta he's another guy he's yeah he's one of those guys he's well, like a spiritual guy no krishnamurta do not know well i don't know if i'm saying his name right He's a big spiritual teacher guy. Okay. Right? A lot of interesting stuff. I've read it before. So so I'm reading it, waiting for the sun to come up, being quiet, being yoga retreat-esque in my body movements, slow, mindful, thoughtful. All of a sudden, this is what I started hearing, like, uh, Chuck. Mm, mm, oh, 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 mm, mm, yeah. The people next door, since there's no oh, TV, no. there's no white noise, there's a love session going on. And it sounded like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> because they're being quiet because they're, they're yoga retreat specialists. They know you, that you can hear everything in the retreat. And I'm like, Holy gross. Shit. <laughs> there's nothing you can do to get away from that. 
I could, so I walked out into the garden to get away. I went on their side. I could hear more. Did you dump if cold water back, on them? If I, go, if I go back in the room, I'm going to wake the kids, and that's going to be a nightmare. So I just sat there and I put my hands over my ears. <laughs> and then I, I kept taking my hands off to hear it, and it was getting more and more passionate. Oh. Right? So that's what goes on at the yoga retreats in Hawaii. Because so there's no television, there's no Wi-Fi. What else are people going to do? People are doing okay. sex. That's terrible. <laughs> what are they thinking? It's a very spiritual thing. Huh. Anyways, so so we went there, then we went to the beach, but Elvis had the greatest time. He was he used to be afraid of the ocean, right? It was real complex. If the water splashed on him, he'd get scared and run back and scream and stuff. He was on his boogie board catching waves, Here's another thing. Once you get a kid in a free environment, free of technology, free of bullshit, they find their way with things. I didn't teach him how to boogie board. He just figured it out looking at other kids of how they do it. First, you do it on the last wave that lands on the shore, mm -hmm. right? Then you get confident. Then he was out catching real waves. It was fucking crazy. How cool. This is a kid who was scared to death of the ocean, right? So... Well, like on the fourth or fifth day we were there, this kid, these kids were playing with a ball and it, a big offshore came and blew the ball out. Elvis was paddling out to get it past the buoys <laughs> that say where sharks are. And I was yelling, Elvis! He was literally 300 feet off the shore. This is a kid no. who a year ago was scared of the Laguna water hitting his feet. Oh, no. So it was just a beautiful thing being on vacation. I know you were on vacation Tell us about your vacation. I wasn't on a vacation. But you, there's pictures, oh, oh. Mike. Mike, where you saw all the pictures, right? Oh, I w we went up to Lake Sonoma. No, I did, yes. Is that in Arizona? No, Lake Sonoma is Northern California. That's a vacation, Chuck. Yeah. I went what? with work. I, I went with work. I rode my motorcycle. I rode motorcycles up with my boss and a few other people. My wife and her kid flew up yeah, and we took all the clients up there. Oh, wow. Took 50 people up there. So did your wife ride on the back of the motorcycle? No, she flew up with my little guy with my eight-year-old, and right, I rode up with five other guys. Wow, she's smart. It was, it was a blast. Yeah, that's a smart woman right there. No, it was, it was a nice How'd she end ride. up with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I would never ride a motorcycle up north? Oh, yeah, no, it was, it was nice. We went up 99 and, uh, and up into wine country. We got up there. In the 100-degree heat. Oh, it was hot. Yeah, it was hot both ways. <laughs> oh, boy, it was hot. So, so this is my thing. Mike, where'd you go? Where's Mike? Mike. I'm right here. Oh. Where'd you go for some for summer? Have you guys gone I haven't somewhere? gone anywhere. I'm, I'm planning on going to the Grand Canyon. Oh, you only got three weeks left. I know. Three weeks. You should probably go tonight. Just get I'm in the car. The <laughs> kids go. are here. Just get in the car and go to Grand White, Canyon. Right? We're going to go to uh, New Mexico, I think. Oh, New Mexico. That's even further. Santa Fe. It's going to be hot. So anyways, shouldn't they switch some... Because, because nowadays, schools have all these flexible things. Shouldn't they just switch it to like, uh, I don't know, March, April, May? March and April to vacation? <laughs> wouldn't it be... In, you know, Year-round schools have like three different vacation times. They're just not as long. No, Elvis has two and a half months off. Yeah, but... It's a nightmare. Yeah, I know. It's... Luckily, uh, thank God bugs, for Xboxes. By the way, <laughs> may, may I say I I I'm against technology, but when you got a kid home for two and a half months, because so, he's a chatty Kathy. I don't you know, know where I, he gets that from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but it's cool. I go down. I go down. I take uh, I take clients out on the pier when we're when we're talking, and 
I'm watching all these kids down there doing what I did growing up, and that's doing the junior lifeguard stuff, and they're doing pier swims, and they're out there every morning from like, now they're doing it the way they used to do it. So they could have a month off for summer, but there should be like a month and a half off in the more nice time of the year for the whole United States. I'm trying to think of what are the best months for the whole United States. It's like April. April is like yeah, but the then everybody month. would need to take vacations at the same time. All the adults would need a vacation at the same time. April. Let's just say April. Let's replace <laughs> how we think of July. Let's replace April. In fact, let's move Fourth of July to April. April fourth. Fourth of April. We'll just celebrate our nation's founding. We'll do April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day and then Fourth of July. 4th Pretty July. close at yeah. this point. <laughs> Just the second, on the from the second to the third, we'll have a, a two day. We'll have a two, a four, yeah, a four day celebration of America and Independent and Fools Day. Fools, yeah. So, but I just really think, like, I, I'm thinking that I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start taking a, you know, I think we went for seven days, right? So I'm just taking seven days in April. That's the best time, and go because my plan is I want to go to the Grand Canyon, I want to go to New Orleans. So, and I want to go see my sister in Oklahoma. So, you know, it's a a pretty straight road shot, Louisiana, and to rent a car here and fly home. Isn't that the greatest idea? Okay. Yeah. Why not? I mean, we're looking at late October to do a trip to Texas to see my sister. It's three days, two days. Do you know that? Let me tell you about a lot of parents are are not seeing the U.S. because we're thinking in terms of like how long it is in a car. Let me tell you something. Me and Keith Morris drove from Richmond, Virginia to Los Angeles, California in 56 hours one time. How much speed? 100 there? miles an hour the whole no, way. No, I mean, I mean <laughs> crystal oh, methamphetamine. I was on heroin, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keith was sober. No way. Yes. <laughs> Keith, Keith runs on oppositional <laughs> defiance. That's his drug. <laughs> And is is he ODD? Would, <laughs> he's yeah. ODD. So one would sleep in the back and one would drive. And I would drink a bunch of coffee and I would smoke heroin at the gas station real quick. And we only stopped at uh, Waffle Houses and we got it to go. And we said, they can make a fucking grilled cheese sandwich at a Waffle House in like 34 <laughs> seconds. Especially if you have long dreadlocks like Keith yeah. and are a high out of your mind Skeletor like me standing at the front counter. They do it fast, and we're back in the car, and we're on our way. And right? grilled cheese kept you from having to poop. Perfect. I had the heroin to keep me from pooping. Well, he needed the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheese is the best. But, Long trip. I'm eating cheese two I'm days before. But I'm not scared of driving to New Orleans. I am scared of driving back. Because once you get there and you've done the Grand think of this. We're going to do the Grand Canyon. We're going to do the crater, the great crater off I- I-40. You know the, about Don't the crater? Know it. Never the been meteor there. crater. Never been there. Mike, you know the meteor crater. He'll he'll say yes. He's not paying. He's out smoking a cigar. No, right I'm now. not. I'm right here. The great crater that's uh, that's that's east of Kingman, Arizona. Right? You know that place. Yeah. Is yeah. It's filled with water. No, it's empty. It's crater, like where a meteor hit north. the earth. Hmm. Uh, I've never been there. Mike, you've been there with me. How can you not really? know that? <laughs> <laughs> Were we drinking? You were on meth, I think. I think he, we he's were drinking. He has yeah. substance use disorder. He has substance use. I forget in that his past. He in has his a past, he has a past history disorder. of substance use disorder. Yeah. Remember, they have they, severe. They have also <laughs> because as if the media crater wasn't enough tourist attraction, they also have buffalo. 
indoors in like a rodeo rink. You have to pay like three dollars to see the buffalo. Oh, now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I what told you. Told, yeah, oh yeah, a, sure. Yeah, no. It's a meteor and buffalo. Well, my kids got to see it before they don't have meteor craters, tourist attraction. Then we got to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. But in that way, you get to th- drive through Amarillo and um, and the where you eat a steak. If you can eat a hundred and twenty ounce steak, you don't have to pay. Do you know about this place? Yeah, Mike knows about it. Yep. Because we were trying to think of who could do that. Like, of all the people in Thelonious Monster that could do that, we were betting that Chris Hansen, the skinniest guy, he could eat like a fucking pig. Oh, I know. He could eat a lot. He could eat like a pig, and he weighed like 103 pounds. Yeah, he Did he have a worm? And we were like, I don't know. No, what no, what he Fast like, no, metabolism, I think. But we were thinking, like, he could do it, right? Yeah, and then head. we went in there. It was still too long a line. Thelonious Monster <laughs> always had great ideas poor execution that's that was in music that was in concerts and that was in life great ideas poor execution so i remember we pulled through there i think when mike was out of the band we pulled through there and then it was too long a line we're like fuck this let's just go to arby's right so you have to pay for it so you're you you did a road trip on a motorcycle see a car has air conditioning chuck you know that yeah. Oh, do, yeah. I, I know it got hot. And I haven't been on a long ride like that for a long Did time. Did Warren but, ride too? Yeah. He didn't fly up? No, oh. I'd, I'd have flown up if I was there. Uh, no, he's got a beautiful bike too. I know. I would have had one he, of you ride he, the he bike was, up he, for he, me. He was, he, was, he, was, he was leading the charge. And, uh, hundred, it got to be 110. Yeah. Coming, coming back, it was, it was even worse. Oh, my God. So Mike's going to the Grand Canyon. You went up north. I went to Hawaii. Now, the, the question that really kind of uh, I, I wonder for the people at home, do you get a vacation? Because I, I, I can't really afford a vacation, but it's essential. You got to get your family out of the comfort zone and get them out in the world. It was the greatest thing for Elvis. It was probably the best thing that happened to Elvis all year because he's kind of getting picked on at school and you know what I mean? And he became confident again in one in one week in Hawaii. That's great, man. Well, you know, not that's and that's one of the things that the millennials do do that I think is cool is they're into experiencing things. Well, the ones that aren't dying, they're they're into <laughs> spending their money on experiences, not on Jesus, things. Chuck. <laughs> well, because well, there seem to be face the, a lot of death. There my seem friend. to be the two the two extremes. Either they have zero passion for life at all, and they're they're dying like lemmings. Or it's this whole idea of they'd rather save $5,000 and go on a trip than they would save that money to buy a house. They'd rather go places and experience things than own things, which yeah. I think is kind of cool, too. Well, yeah, go out there and, and live it up. But the ones oh, I'm Oh, I've meeting, been diseased with that all my life. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a disease or something. Right? You I, know I, what? I just spend it when I get it. I get it and I spend it. The same but there's a way. there's a way that they could... You know, that's one thing that we were blessed with, all of us and all of our friends. Like, joining a band in 1984 and getting to make records and go see the whole United States repeatedly over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I didn't get year to Year after year. <laughs> well, me, For nothing. Me and Mike did, and I have to remind him of all the stuff that he did. I don't think Mike knows. It's a good thing they put those <laughs> buffaloes there. <because laughs> nobody would have remembered the crater, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those buffaloes are really crater. something else, not yeah. that crater that probably changed <laughs> the course of our history. Yeah. 
crater. Is, that's the reason we're probably all here. Is I'll that crater? You, wait, because I, I love it. I went by there in 1981 when I first started my rambling across the U.S. as Jack Kerouac with my first girlfriend, um, and I went there. And then Thelonious Monster went back and forth past it a couple of times. You have to walk like a long ways to get to see the crater. I don't think Mike walked out to the crater. To give, it, Mike I is, probably Ma- stood a far away and <laughs> kind of looked. No, he stayed in the air-conditioned place where mm. the buffalo are, yeah. and probably <laughs> got a go. couple of beers, and then asked cow. us what it was like over there. Yeah, and then told everybody that was it, crazy, it, it was cool. Here's Mike. Yeah, here's Mike. Is it worth walking out there for? <laughs> Chris Hansen was out there with his camera. You know that. Yeah. Back when there was cameras. That's another thing I saw in Hawaii. Real cameras. Yeah. People still have They're real making cameras. a comeback. So are watches. Watches? Really? Watches I, and cameras are making a comeback. I'm seeing it. I have a new watch that just says now. I bought, I, I, it just says now. I'm spiritual now that I went to that retreat for 36 wow. hours. I think they look cool. I think watches are cool jewelry. You know how much I couldn't stand being at the yoga retreat, honestly? I took the kids <laughs> I took the kids by myself two different times. We were only there for 36 hours, mm. right? I was like, I think I'm going to take the kids for uh, uh, shaved ice. And Chrissy was like, what? Like, we're up in the mountains in this beautiful retreat with all these Buddhist things and, you know, real, you mm, know, yeah. vegan food and, you know, no TV, no Wi-Fi. And so I said, no, no, just take them down to the... Down to the yeah, the kids need it. The, the kids, kids need kids a break. Shaved ice. <laughs> <laughs> so then we Bob wait in line ice. in the tourist trap for the shaved ice. Mm-hmm. They're like five ninety five each. This, this, Hawaii is expensive as fuck, let me tell you. Milk. Get the, oh we get the shaved ice. Sydney doesn't like it. She wanted blue, blue, blue. I mm. said, what do you want? Blue, blue. So we get blue, raspberry. She hates it. She says, bleh, bleh. Hmm. Elvis eats about eight bites of his and says, I don't like I don't want it. It's too cold. That's what he said. Oh, <laughs> that ice. Well, when it's when it's, when it's uh, when it's 90 degrees and 80% humidity, those things can feel cold. He's he's right. So then the shaved ice event didn't go so good the first day we were there. Then the second day she was going to a meditation thing and I said, "Oh, I'll take the kids." I, I was getting so antsy. That was the morning of the hearing the people next door have sex. So I took the kids back to the little the little uh, coast town, the tourist town, right? And I was driving around looking for something. There's got to be fucking something to do here other than shaved ice and buy Hawaii things. And I drive by, and there's a cemetery. And I was like, oh, let's go to the cemetery. And so I took the kids to the cemetery because Sydney didn't know what it was. She was climbing up on all the Dude, you're You're ridiculous. I've got pictures of bug in the cemetery we found in Sonoma. It was one of the coolest places. It, it was one of the, the coolest, coolest things there because I'm, we're looking at the dates and the times. And there was the creepiest thing. There was a little kid's grave where there was oh, a doll God. head. There was a doll head stuck in front of it. And it was just, it creeped me out. So I took a cool picture of Did it. Did you? Yeah, we got we got you got to post that. <laughs> I haven't yet. So we were the, my kids were Rob climbing. Graves and I used to always go down when we hit New Orleans. It's go the first to the graveyard. We go to the graveyards because the tombstones are so funny. Well, this right? was like a Hawaiian like, no, well, Buddhist one, and and you couldn't read the tombstones because all in in Buddhist writing or whatever. Hmm. But the kids were climbing on them, and there were other people putting flowers on their fallen loved oh, ones. No. And I felt like, ah, fuck it, it's Hawaii, it's vacation, <laughs> right? Well, yep. And you know what are you gonna do? I, I which 
and you said you went to Maui. It was funny. My favorite islands ended up being, because I do have a favorite island. I think everybody does Kauai, which is where I, one of the few places I went, we, we stopped in, which, because there's so much spam. Uh, spam is on everything. Did you eat any spam while you were there? No, I just... Uh, spam I sandwiches. I mean, it, 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 it's just, it's common there for some reason. Um, probably because there's not a lot of fresh beef, but... The, we're, there was this weird place. There was this weird burger place up on the Hanalei side of uh, of Kauai, and it's where all the where Steven Spielberg and Oprah Winfrey and all them have places. Yeah. And I go in there. I go into this burger place, and that's when I first knew Anthony's really cool because your buddy Anthony. There's a Polaroid of him in that burger joint. Oh, really? Up there on where there's just these like one lane roads. It's like it's so far off the beaten track in as far as Hawaii goes. And he's and he's eating hamburgers. And, and, and people people are taking pictures of him eating hamburgers up there. And it was just like it, I, there's I love going to that place. I've brought all my kids. Uh, Why? What is? I don't know the islands. We'll have to get better. But for you at home, you got to get your kids out. I learned so much just getting Elvis away from an Xbox for seven days. It was like he was a new kid. I don't know what we're going to do about this technology, Chuck, Mike. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure your kids, right now, Mike's kids are here at the house while we're doing the podcast. I'm sure they're all three glued to technology right now. Correct, Mike? Um, separate technologies. actually. Probably we're, separate. Even Sydney's yeah, two on. two of them have Sydney the... sees my phone. She wants it. Well, that's, this, is what, this is what kills me when I'll, I'll be sitting at home. And it doesn't, doesn't happen a lot, but, but she'll be on one thing. Bug will be on another. And, and I'm doing... I'm watching the television, and I miss the days of Campfire TV where we're all watching the same thing, having the same shared experience, and I'll say something like, hey, I'll be holding my phone. Get off your stuff. Hey, let's do all this together. But you know what? I'm doing it, too. It, we're I'm, all doing it. I, I, I mean, well, it's, now, when we were growing up, my, you know, the phrase I heard the most was TV, cartoons, all that stuff. It's going to rot your brain. TV well, is going that was to rot the negative thing, but yeah, but was... still, you know what I mean. It's a, at the time we were like, no, it won't. You know, so what if I sit in front of the TV? That was our argument, and, and no, this is way worse than that. No, uh, this no, no, is no. this I mean, is. Do you think it just changes with the times and it goes on and on? No, because there's storytelling to TV and there's delayed gratification to TV. There's no delayed gratification to technology. True. You I've... eventually grow out of it, though. Well, you know what? That was one of those things. No, we're, none of us have grown out of it. We're growing into well, it. Well, Bob, they, that... uh, Chuck just said watches and cameras are coming back. But, you know, we, I was watching on that Robin Williams thing. They were talking to people about um, early. Oh, no, it was on a CNN thing. It was about early uh, sitcoms and uh, skit TV. And how the audience has changed so much now to where you really have about 30 seconds to deliver. And how the old television shows used to script it out over the course of an hour. And then it went to half hour. And then there were short bits within the TV. Oh, yeah. And how span, the attention sure. spans have really calmed down. I, I, that's why I'm... Delayed gratification is the big thing that I zero in on. So, so and plus storytelling. Is, like, is that like craving control, though? Craving control. Look at that. What was that delayed gratification? (laughs) But but there's something about immediate. I notice it in myself, so I know that my children have it in their DNA, which is if Wi Fi is slow, I get so pissed off. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? How long does it take to load something, motherfuckers? You know what I mean? It's that that impatience that life doesn't unfold exactly as you want it to be every second. And, And technology nowadays teaches children that it does. 
they can just turn when i watch sydney watch youtube if she doesn't like the daddy finger daddy finger where are you she just scrolls up because youtube has it'll show you nine other things you can watch mm -hmm. and in two seconds she can watch another thing i don't think that's good for human beings life is slow it's way life too much is control. methodical yeah. life you can't control so something about it's a little different but let me tell you my greatest childhood memories were me and my mom and my sister and my dad all watching the same television program and there was only a few that my dad would watch that that I watched that you know what I mean that was Ed Sullivan show on Saturday nights Ed Sullivan show mm -hmm. I remember watching it was our night right I was down on a pillow in front of the TV my dad was on his end of the couch my mom on her end of the couch and my sister in a chair and we would watch Ed Sullivan Carol Burnett same thing certain things like that I love Lucy reruns like that my dad loved I love Lucy Right. 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 But, well, but there were other shows that you watched that in your room because we were kind of, I don't know, we were lucky kids. Like Chico so I, and the Man. No, <laughs> earlier than that, Partridge Family, Brady Bunch. Okay. But, right. My sister had to watch the real Don Steele and all the dance shows in her room. Right. So, right. so there, it, there was things that you're going to watch, but there's also things that we're going to watch together. What you're saying you're missing, Chuck, is the things that we all watch together. Right. There are none. So what happens is, and I, I try to make it happen, things that Elvis will still watch that Sydney wants to watch, we'll all sit and watch. He'll watch, um, the, he'll watch uh, Pee Wee Herman. He still likes it. It's Pee not Pee like- Pee Wee's good though. Pee Wee, Pee Wee's but analog. Loves Pee Wee. I love Pee Wee. Everybody loves Pee Wee. Right? I They're, do too. So that's do, yeah. something that you can rally around together. It's not a, it's not offensive. It's not like Rick and Morty or South Park or whatever. <clears throat> it's where it's, you know, it's not and it's and it 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 holds a 2-year-old's attention, it holds an 8-year-old's attention, it holds my attention, it holds Chrissy's attention. There's no better art than that. Right. And so we all need to make an effort to like have things that we can watch with our children. Yeah. I do it, and it's Pee Wee Herman. I'm telling you, well, Pee Wee's a good one. You know, there's some some movies happen like that, but very few because you don't want to watch the same movie over and over. But you know, um, you know, it's funny that Does keeps, Bug like Pee Wee. You, yes, uh, yeah, he likes the new movie, the the newest Pee Wee, his uh, adventure with um, Joe Mag he has Maggiano. A new movie? Uh, yeah, Pee Wee has a new movie. Well, I think it's about a year old. Oh yeah, my it's a god, ne it's a Netflix movie. Oh, I gotta see it. Uh, it's pretty cool. He does, oh, let's, does, does let's end it right here. I'm going to go watch <laughs> Pee Wee with my kids. Yeah, that's There's a good a one. new Pee Wee movie. Yeah, you're kidding. Wait, what's it called, Chuck? It, it's 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 an adventure of some sort. He had the uh, big adventure. <laughs> he had the big top adventure, and then there's this adventure where he's he's working. No, it's called a, Big Top Pee Wee. No, no, it's not that one. It's new. He's old in it. He's old. Really? He's he's like sixty in it. Yeah, he's like sixty year old <laughs> oh, Pee Wee Herman. Get that. Uh, no, no, it's great. And he tries. He's got to get to New York. I to am go watching to this. that tonight. It, it, it's it, on Netflix. It's yes. Uh, how I awesome too. god this is why we have community people <laughs> in all the world i didn't know there's a new peewee movie bob can i tell you another thing that took great to watch with the kids is the beatles movies oh my god my i don't think love... sid's there yet well Two when they get a little bit older okay so like you you, you show them you, you play El, them, El, like El, no yellow submarine and yellow submarine is a little hard to understand for them but yellow submarine they like and they just remastered that and they're showing it in theaters which is cool. Hmm. I and tried then, to take Elvis to the 50th anniversary or whatever it was of 
of uh, of uh, the Steven Spielberg movie where the aliens land. George Lucas, what's it called? Oh, E.T. Uh, no. Close Encounters. Of the Close Third Encounters. Kind? We yeah. went to the Cinerama Dome, 40th oh, anniversary yeah. or whatever it was. He fell asleep yeah, you got 30 it. minutes into it. Yeah, that one's not a kid movie. The E.T. is a mo- way more cute. It's pretty amazing to fall asleep in the movie theater, don't you think? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Pee-wee did that once, got in trouble. No, wait, that's oh, not what he was that's doing. That's not what he was doing. <laughs> don't bring up. See, here's the thing about, about She's that. She's jacking off in a theater. Whoa. Really hey, so... hey, hey, hey. Oh, was this a family show? I'm sorry. Your kids are sitting right behind you, Mike. Uh, I'm used to it. <laughs> You used to dad talking about whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh it just God. seems so, like, blasé now. Compared you know? to Harvey Weinstein, uh, yeah. Compared to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God. What's going on in our world, so. So, <laughs> so, so I, now, I, you learn something new every day. There's a new Pee Wee Herman movie. We all got to see it. Let's get back together. I'll, I'll watch it. We'll talk about it. I'm but really, to it. try to sit down with your whole family and watch something that you all can tolerate. Instead of like what Chuck said, I, I, I've been consciously trying to do it for like a year. What, what will Elvis tolerate? Because what he does is, Sid's watching Bubble Guppies, right? And he'll want to play with her. He'll want to play with her. Everybody line up, line up, line Every up. Line up everybody, everybody line up, everybody line up. You know Bubble Guppies. That's yep. so amazing. Yep, I got a kid. Bubble Guppies. You know? <laughs> yeah, and uh, what time is it? It's, it's time, time for lunch. lunch. <laughs> what time is it? It's time for lunch. Everybody line <laughs> for up. For those line. of you that are, don't have children or vomiting right now, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but Elvis will come in and... And Bubble Guppies is not something. He, so he tries to distract her and get her to play and do something. And all she wants to watch is Bubble Guppies, right? Well, it's got and good that, earworms. That and one. so then he gets discouraged that he can't bond with her. But when she, he, and I noticed it. She was watching Pee Wee Herman on DVD. He walked in and he just sat down and they started cuddling and laying on the couch together. How cool. So it's Pee Wee for me. There you go. And there is, there is a new one. I got to watch. Have, you, have your kids watched Wall-E? Oh yeah, yes. Elvis oh, loves that, that movie. That movie's great. I don't know why they didn't go farther with that. What was it not popular? It was popular, but then you go to Disneyland and there's nothing about Wally Harley. You know they're building this Star Wars Disneyland hotel. Do you know that? No, I did not. If we had enough fucking Star Wars, yeah. No, I don't some get people, it. some people are just getting going on it, and you know what? I don't know. It's it's become become its own oh, i don't know i thought it was an in joke like mustaches but <laughs> but it's not it's, it's it's people are are into it they are obsessed with this thing that is really mediocre gosh i wonder why i'm surprised let's get back to our list from last episode <laughs> you know though you know it's funny the one show bug will watch he used to like ellen but the one mo- the one show i can record and we can all watch together is uh graham norton I don't know why. He likes the I voices. I'll bet you he likes the voices. Maybe They're it's all English. Maybe it is. Maybe, but I, I don't know what it is. But he. I watched he, Rick and Morty with Elvis today. It's crazy. That's not a kid's show. No, I don't think it is. I think it's a. It's an adult cartoon, isn't it? No, but I go by the rating, right? And so I, so certain things say um, uh, sixteen. And then certain things say 13 or something, right? Okay. If it's 13, usually Elvis can tolerate it. So Rick and Morty is 13 or 14, I think. Yeah, but I think right? 14 is the new 21. It really is. Like, because 
and and when you get to Bubble Guppies, that's for five year olds. Yeah. Five year olds don't watch no, Bubble no. Guppies. No. Who rates this shit? <laughs> it's crazy. It's like for one year olds. Yeah. And so so trying to find things that that kids you know being conscious of what your content your kids watching. Now one of the things I notice is Elvis watches so much YouTube and we limit it that it's age appropriate right but it's all the same intensity right so here's a youtube thing hey what are you guys doing all right hey i'm because you have to grab their attention right all the gamers talk like that all that shit so when i was filming elvis in laws in 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 hawaii that's what he would talk like i'd say elvis tell us where we are right now hey we're in Right? Just hmm. imitating what he sees. Like, Dang. it's an insane world right now to raise kids in. And you got to, like, try to do your best. And I have a, I'm tolerant of everything. And I, I do have Mike's thing of it'll all be all right. I just don't know how much, how much damage it's doing. Obviously, um, there's all different ways of taking a bunch of information, right? So the information about our generation was we watched too much violence on television and we were a violent generation. A violent crime doubled every decade in the 70s and 80s and 90s, right? In the 90s, it's kind of plateaued and then now it's decreased, right? Because of the, and the child protector people would say, because we stopped allowing children to watch so much violence, Right. The rating system and uh, what was it called where they didn't have violence during the family hour television. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, yeah. The family family hour. program. Yeah. 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 So prior to the family hour 80s television thing, you used to watch some badass shit like Mannix. You know what I mean? And violence. Then the violence in things that wanted to be in that family hour programming, which is primetime network television, became you didn't see the violence like you did in the late 70s, early 80s. Right. So when you go to Wonder Woman, which is mid 80s, there's no real violence. You never see real violence. There's the suggestion of violence, but there's not real violence. And so then they'll argue that that reduces the violence. I That's don't believe really any weird. of that. That's really weird. <clears throat> I, I, you know, on the way here, and uh, <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, Chuck. But uh, on the way here, I actually asked my nine-year-old, I said, you know that they show uh, on YouTube, they show people uh, dying. Do you watch that? <laughs> I asked her that. And she said, no. But she knew that. about it, right? She knows that it's there, but she said, no, no. We, we, knew, we know it's well, there, good. but we don't watch it. So the, the problem is, are nine-year-olds supposed to grow up that fast to be able to decide things like that? And that's what we all, guess, as a society, I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I go back and forth about death. Death is a part of life we don't talk about enough. Um, my dad, you know, talked to me about it, told me he remembered being a little kid and, and some family member dying and there was no, like, coroner's office that came and got you and they just put him in the dining room. They put the yeah. dead body in the dining room, on the dining room table. Yeah, when my dad died, he laid in the bathroom until they came and got him. And yeah. when did they come well, and get him? Stepdad. How long? <laughs> you know, when they called the ambulance, and so we're waiting there in the living the room. What? And the what? The ambulance. <laughs> That's a guy who used to own one. Mike Mar used to drive an ambulance what? as a regular car. An ambulance? Why, they don't call them ambulances? He had an ambulance. Ask him, Chuck. 
Mike, Mike Mart, did Mike you, Mart, do did you, you remember an ambulance okay. in your past? Here's the story is we got to... I saw you driving it. It's not to, a story. Yeah, we got there to New Jersey and <laughs> and our van broke down. So We got there. <laughs> uh, Past so some crater. Said, hey, we know a guy that has a van for sale. And I went there and it was an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> it was a full-on ambulance. Well, one of you can lay down in back. It was red. It was red. <laughs> and, cool. and it had lights and it, it had, had switches a light on the and top, intercom to the back light. and front and everything. And, and he said, it doesn't run. There, there's a leak on the bottom. So I climbed underneath and it was a 99 cent freeze plug called a freeze plug. It's like a piece of lead that you pound into this uh, into that into pound, the frame. i don't think that's how it goes but mike that's what he did <laughs> you take a hammer and you pound it in and, and it stops the leak right so i did that bought the thing and we drove it all the way back to california how cool and i kept it for a long time and i had a, a police motorcycle but he doesn't know how an ambulance he had a police motorcycle and ambulance and he still doesn't know how to pronounce ambulance no you got good at it but it, it's almost an ambulance yeah, ambulance 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 but I uh, have a carryover slur from my days, you know. From using. your substance use disorder, yes. severe? <laughs> he does have to carry over. We forgot slur. to call it substance use Can disorder, it, severe. Yeah, exactly. Is there a, a name for that? A, like a carryover slur? I don't know. Can no. We call it some kind of like, uh, you know, controlled speech impediment? A thick oh tongue. Oh, my God. Elvis has a, uh, a friend staying overnight. How cool is that? Oh, nice. How cool. Are they down there where we should be? Yeah, they're at the Beatles concert. <laughs> Are they Dang coming it. back? Yeah, I think they, they went for ice cream. It's I, Charles and Dimitri. Dimitri's kid, Charles, is going to spend the night oh, with Elvis here. Nice. How cool is Yay. that? See, you got to think about your kids. Oh, look at Bug. Oh, my God, that is so freaky built into the thing. Isn't that a weird thing? That is freaky. <laughs> I'm you can't make at, that shit up. I'm looking at a picture of Bug, Chuck's son, at a cemetery with a little baby's head on the Oh, that's nice. In a, in a truck and a train and grapes. Why is there grapes in it? Well, because it's Sonoma. Send that, <laughs> send that to me, Chuck. Send that to me, Chuck, and I'll post it on. I, right. I, I sent you the baby head one. I didn't send you the other one, but it was it was an interesting. I, it's an interesting place. Okay. To, to all the people out there, the dopey guys, the don't die guys that have children, don't die we're Wisconsin. All our all our dysfunction. A guy on Instagram showed his daughter walking up their hanging stairs backwards. And I said, thank God there's another parent like mine <laughs> that would post that. Like, it's the most dangerous shit I've ever seen. Like a five-year-old climbing upside down on their staircase all the oh, way to the roof. All right. And then hanging there and dropping off like eight feet. It was the coolest thing. Like all the parents I know don't want you to know uh, they, they all do things perfectly and right. And here's this guy, this the most dangerous shit in the world. He's posting it on Instagram. I was like, I there love you, you my brother. Mm. I let my kids ride their bikes with no helmets. <laughs> all day. <laughs> all day. Ever since yeah. we had that discussion, if the kid's in the front yard, it's like, wear a ball cap, keep the sun off your face. <laughs> but That's great. Oh, you want to know the worst part of Hawaii? So... I, you know, I'm notoriously don't like people and I like people. I go back and forth about people, right? right? So we people. were there on weekdays. There was not a lot of people at the resort we were staying at. You're kind of out by the pool. There was only like, you know, the big pool with a water slide and everything. There was only like 40 people out there. Come Saturday, Friday, 200 people. Mm. So I'm talking to the, the guy that gives you the towels. I'm like, how much are those things that are over there by themselves with the umbrellas? Oh, the cabanas. And cabanas. And he goes, 
these right here. And I said, no, no, not these where people can see. The ones on the other side of the volcano. There's a volcano slide <laughs> thing, waterfall into the pool, right? There's a I real that, volcano on the big island. There's about eight of them over there. How much is one of those? He goes, 40 bucks all day. I said, I'll take it, right? So I set up my whole shop in this little area. The kids are running in and out of the pool and the beach and whatever. I got my little area. Then about two o'clock, they get tired and they're going to go nap. Sid's going to go nap. Elvis is going to go nap. Christy's going upstairs. I'm feeling good. I'm listening to music on my little box. And I'm, I'm in, I got my cabana. You no like one's around. Cabana. I'm by, I'm by <laughs> myself. I'm by myself. The ocean, it's beautiful. So I, yeah. Did you I, have your hat on? Uh, no, I was laying back. I was laid back, brother. So I'm laying back. I got the thing over me. I'm like, she says, are you coming up? And I was like, I think I'll. I think I'll just lay here for a I'm while. Lay in the cabana. Right? I fell asleep. One thing you gotta know about cabanas in shade is the sun orbits the earth or something like that. <laughs> where the sun it moves. And somehow my legs became exposed to the sun oh. while I napped for an hour and forty-five minutes. Mm. Why would you not wake up when you have third-degree burns on your legs? Ow. Why? Why would you? I can wake up like if somebody poops, I can hear like, "What was that?" But my legs were burning. You were in a state of deep relaxation <laughs> from the wow. cabana there you and were. the right. sound of the ocean. It worked. So, so it was crazy. It's it's gone. It's gotten better now. But so. I couldn't walk. I couldn't put socks on. I couldn't. Put, I had blisters on the tops of my feet. Oh, bummer! Right? This is a guy that doesn't go on a lot of Hawaiian vacations. No, you're white as a ghost. So then, me and Elvis are at this art fair, and the, there's this thing, magical sunburn cure. And Elvis goes, "There you go, magical Pop. sunburn cure." I look at it and I'm like, "What the hell is this? Some weird Hawaiian dude trying to hustle me?" I said, "What? what what's in this?" He says, oh, aloe, aloe, I can buy aloe at Rite Aid for $2. He goes, no, well, don't buy it. And he puts it back on the shelf. I go, no, 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 no. He's got the sign, $16.99. I'm like, what the? I give give you 15 bucks because I'm an LA guy. I give you 15 bucks. He goes, $16.99. Big Samoan, like Hawaiian looking guy. (laughs) Trying to get $1.99 off of something that can save my legs. No, because I don't want to be duped like a tourist by a Hawaiian dude. Hey, buddy, I'm cool. Hey, so buddy. I finally buy it. I put it on my leg. Literally, the pain went away in the parking lot. I don't know what the fuck this guy did. It's the greatest invention ever. If you get a sunburn, I've lidocaine, got, I've got the stuff. Yeah. I think See, it's li- so there's is that it, low IQ Is it lidocaine? You know, is he, yeah. is he smart or is he not smart? <laughs> yeah, you know, he's a smart motherfucker. He just doesn't do good on the just, IQ test. You know yeah, what? He just, knows. just like Chuck was saying, you know, you know, he doesn't uh, know what the fifth who the fifth president was, <laughs> but he knows how to get sixteen bucks out of a two dollar product. <laughs> no, what is lidocaine? Lidocaine is how do you know it's it had to- that? It's in a it. topical painkiller. You can. It's, it's what's in every. Um, it's in what's in every uh, sunburn yeah, soothing. No, yeah, I had the sunburn shit you spray on from the gift shop of. The thing. Okay, so you know this what was cocaine amazing. is, right? Like lidocaine, and there's there's uh, novocaine. It's a it's a numbing agent. Dude, I have blisters. Lidocaine. I have blisters on the tops of my feet. That's painful. I couldn't put shoes yeah. on, and I, you know, I'm not a, you know, I, I I don't know. But it was a great trip. Elvis had a great time. Sid had a great time. Sid does not care if she hits her head. I've noticed that. Is that good <laughs> or a bad sign? I don't know. But she just. She'll just go walking and get tumbled in the water, and you can see her head hitting on a rock. 
and she just sits up and like, what the fuck was that? And she just gets up and goes. Good. That's good, you know. Is that good or is that well, you know, Babies yeah. and drunks get lucky like that. But I, we don't rescue her. We're real conscious no, yeah, of it. Don't but she make, goes underwater, decisions. hits her head, sits back up. The wave goes away. She's just sitting on her butt. And she's like, what the fuck was that? Gets right. back and, up. and that's how most kids react until we hyper react to them. You know, we, you've seen Is that. Is that it? Hyper reaction. A hyper reaction. If it really, really, really hurt, as opposed to just looked bad, she'd probably tell you. Yeah, that's true. Elvis cut his, this is how, this is how different, I'm t- I can't tell you the transformation of Elvis in seven days. Elvis out boogie boarding and he hit some coral with his foot and was bleeding. Ouch. I go, what's going on? What's going on? He's walking. He's, no, he wouldn't admit to it. I go, what's going on? He goes, nothing, nothing. I'm okay. I'm okay. And he's swimming back out. I go, what the fuck is going on? And I, I, I didn't know what it was. I don't know if he peed himself well, or pooped you can get him. Infection. You know, like when you know your kid and you know he's panicked that he did something and he's embarrassed. Yeah. He, he then showed me. I cut my foot, but I still want to. I still want to be in the water. And I was like, well, then be in the water. He goes, oh, I thought you would make me get out of the water. Uh, so that's a signal that when he was two and three and he cut himself, I would stop it. Well, right. that or you know so he's I'm, shark bait at that point because he's bleeding in the water. Is it? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Well, he they didn't get he didn't get eaten by sharks. They can smell a drop of. Is blood that why you don't let them be in the water, Chuck? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a bad thing. Bob. Do they have sharks in Hawaii? Yeah, oh, they, yeah they they they, they have at least one. I've heard at least oh, one. Oh, they're shark tiger sharks. He boogie boarded like a motherfucker with a bloody foot. Mm, there you go. <laughs> Oh, this oh, good parenting it. from oh, Chuck, yeah. Mike, that, and Bob. That's called chumming, right. Bob. Chumming? Is that that's what it's called? called? chumming when that's you throw gross. your bloody kid in the water. All right, <laughs> All right let's say goodnight. See you, see you next time. Don't die. See you next time if you don't die. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> don't die. Bye. Don't die. Don't die.